Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, Kaniac Nation? It's your host, Zach Martin. Along with me today is Lee Clark, and back for the first time in a while, Colin Jones. What is going on, gentlemen? How about that win tonight? Uh, it's great to see Kane's win. It's great to be back on the show with you guys. Awesome win. Glad to have you back, Colin. Yeah, man, it's great to be here. Yeah, if anyone hasn't noticed, yeah, Colin's been out for a while because he's been sick and all that good stuff, so it's good to see Dave's feeling better and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's good to have you back. But, guys, 2-1, being the defending, two-time defending champions on home ice and Cam Ward doing Cam Ward things. I mean, good grief. This guy is just on fire right now. 9-0-1 is since November 10th. Another... it's just mind-boggling how great Cam has been this year. I, honestly, did, I said whatever he's gotten, I don't know if he's picked up something in Vegas or maybe he took a trip to, you know, the Fountain of Youth down in Florida or something. I don't know what is – or, you know, time travel or something because it's just been ridiculous how great Cam Ward's been doing this year. And that's – I know we could talk about, you know, we have a whole bunch of other topics to go through, but I had to bring up Cam Ward because – it's just insane how he's been playing for us. I mean, Colin, I, I, it's your first time back on the show, so I want to get you. I want to get you going, man. What, what do you feel about Cam Ward? Like, what are you? What are your feelings about this guy right now and how he's been playing? Well, I mean, it's great to see him back um, to that big dominant self that you know Cam Ward can play at, and you know we needed somebody to step up there when uh, when we needed that little bit of a boost to get us up and get some points. And it was nice to see us take this little bit of a run here and run at a little bit of a point streak here and a little bit of a win streak. And it was nice to see Cam Ward step into that spot. I think he really has claimed the – I don't know if it's it's definitely not official or anything, but I think he's definitely for right now in these past couple of games claimed a little bit of a starter role back, and that won't last or be permanent regardless. But it's nice to have seen it because, you know uh, – been a supporter of Cam for a while, as many many people are and many people aren't. But no matter how you feel about him in these last um, ten games he's played in that nine zero and one record, that is just ridiculous. I mean, he's played, um, you know, stood on his head like he has, and like many people said, he's back to that O nine that going on that huge streak and getting all those points and leading the team, and that's exactly what you like to see out of that veteran goaltender like Cam Ward. 
Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And Lee, I mean, Lee, what do you think about that? Like, well, how are you? Because I know you're a huge Cam Ward supporter. I mean, how are you feeling about your boy uh, showing up going for a win number three hundred five, and then tying Billy Smith in the all time list? How are you feeling about that? Oh, you know, I expected this. Uh, he's Cam Ward. He's the greatest goalie in all of the world. No, <laughs> no, he's been playing great. I mean, I can't believe it. Uh, I wouldn't expect this ever, but he's showing that he is the number one goalie. I mean, saving 32 of 33 tonight, really cementing his stake at number one. You know, of course, we'll see Darling tomorrow, which we should um, see Darling, their travel day and everything. So, Darling tomorrow and then probably have Ward back for the Capitals. Hopefully, you know, you can keep it up. You know, Darling comes in tomorrow, has a good game as well. And then we go from there to Tuesday, and hopefully Ward, you know, keeps it up. I think he can. As long as he keeps rolling, we're going to roll as a team. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And um, just reading the wrap up by uh, Kurt Duttersberg, he's basically we are we've won four in a row. We're seven one in the last eight. Ward is on a six game winning streak. Personally, he's at the three hundred five wins in his career. He's now tied with Billy Smith for twenty seventh place all time. I mean. You thought just him getting 300 would be, would be spectacular, but for him to go to 305 now in the span of those last six games, I mean, guys, I know I know we talked about I know we talked about 2006, I know we talked about 2009. Do you think that this could be? I mean, I know we're only we're at the back end of December, we're going up into January. Do you think this could be you know a resurgence of Cam? Do you think this could be another great year for him? Do you think that he could, who knows, possibly lead us? down the line if Darling still isn't playing well? Like, what do you guys think? I'm going to throw it over to Lee. Um, Lee, what do you think of Cam? Do you think that – I know I asked you how you feel about him, but do you see Cam leading us if we make it to the playoffs, or do you see maybe Darling making a comeback? Like, how do you feel about the goalie situation right now in terms of what is in the future in 2018 with the Hurricanes after play the Blues tomorrow? Well, you know, I think certainly think Cam can do it. I think Darling can do it too. But I mean, if if we're going to rely on Cam this year and have Cam take us, we got to use him the right way. You know, we can't play him. We can't ever play him. We got to have a good backup to come in there and spell him from time to time to give him the rest he needs. He's an older goalie, and he works better on rest. This works perfectly to have Darling start tomorrow, and he gets that break going into Washington. A couple days rest, you'd be sharp still and get still playing on top of his game it could be him i like to see darling get some confidence you know i don't want to waste four million dollars a year on a goalie that's going to be another eddie lack or anybody else we've shipped out justin peters michael layton everybody else that we shipped out that haven't taken the reins as a starter you know i don't definitely want to see that but i like to see him get some confidence going and be like a good backup and be the backup that he's been that he was with when he was in Chicago. But you know, Ward, I think, you know, he's definitely here again next year. He's gonna end his career as a hurricane. In my opinion, his number should be retired too. Down the line, possibly. Um, but you know, Ward's here to stay for now and uh until he changes he starts having some bad games, changes my mind. I I go with him but just use him properly give him rest and hopefully Darlene can be a decent 
backup option. Yeah, I got you. Uh, what, do you what do you think, Colin? What do you think of the goalie situation going right now? And what do you see Peters and the guys rolling with in 2018 with Cam and uh, Scott? Well, I think if Cam can stay consistent, I think he can have a career year and better than any year he's had before because if he can keep these numbers up and goes to the end of the season with 9-0-1 streaks, he's going to have a career year, and that would be amazing, and I'd, I'd really like to see it. But we have to use him correctly, just like Lee said, and if Ward starts to slip and if Ward starts to get tired, Bill Peters still... Of course, he still believes in Scott Darling. He's still got the faith in Scott Darling because we've got a four-year, four-million goalie who's um, you know brought in to be a starter on the bench. So we still have that starter potential there to bring in. So it's, it's really a great situation to be in if you think about it because you've got a hot hand in Cam Ward and a veteran goaltender, and he's on an absolute tear right now. And if he starts to slip, you've got a potential starting goalie sitting right there who's supposed to be in the starting role anyway, getting paid the starting money. So you bring him in and let him try to um, get off to the races and take the starting role. So you're really in a great spot either way, and I think that's exactly what we're going to see. You're going to see Cam Ward take this, ride this hot hand, basically, um, Darling's going to come in on the back-to-backs and these um, when Cam is stretched out, and then when Cam starts to slip, which is, I'm not saying he's going to have a you know eight-goal game like Toronto, like Scott had, but when he starts to slip, when he strings together um, a couple losses, you're going to see more of the Scott Darling starter role, uh, and Ward will back off a little bit, and you might see more of a 50-50 look at that point, and then it'll all, almost be sort of a platooning the goalies to see who would be the starter to come out of those two. But I think it's a great situation to be in, to have two goalies who are definitely capable of being starters, Ward being on a tear, and then Scotty rested and ready to come back in and uh, take over as the starter. Yeah, no, I, I agree with both of you guys. I think, I think Colin, what you said, I think we're in a great situation. It's it's nice to see the fact that Cam is coming back into his own. He's on a hot streak right now. I mean, if you look at his stats, he's got a, he was at a 3.05 oh, or whatever it was, not even a few months, like a few weeks back, and now he's at a, he's at a 2.53. I mean, Scott's going 2.87. You can't blink at Scott's uh, goals against average is a 2.87. So both of our goalies are under three is what you're hoping for. And Cam right now has got a 9.17 percentage, and Scott's going to be 96. I mean, it's, I mean, both goalies are still pretty good, and I think, like you said, uh, Colin, is that with Cam, once he starts to be slipping a little bit, you know, maybe giving up a little bit more goals, maybe getting a couple losses, I do see Scott making a comeback, and like you said, maybe go 50-50, and I would like to see that. I would like to see if we use Cam the right way. I think if we keep these two guys fresh and not overload either one of them, I think we have a legitimate shot to carrying this farther farther into the season, and I'm really excited to see how it was. So, going more into the game tonight, I know we got, I know we got our three stars. I know, I know, um, Slavin got the first star and stuff like that. But who do you guys think was the main man tonight for the Hurricanes? Who is your guys' player of the game? And Colin, I'm going to start off with you. 
Um, who, who do you think was the guy tonight that really stepped up for the Hurricanes tonight against the Penguins? Well, it, it might seem obvious that it might seem a little cliche from what we're going off of, but um, I say Cam Ward. Um, he kept the consistency in a night that he could have definitely given it up. Uh, facing a Pittsburgh team with a lot of firepower that hasn't exactly shown it this year in the altitude, the magnitude that they have before. Uh, but, you know, a team that has the firepower, um, and he definitely could have given it up the consistency that he's had um, in the past couple of games here, and he didn't. He kept up with the pace. Um, of course, he had a great defense in front of him, and um, I'm sure uh, Lee will maybe talk about that, maybe go off somewhere else. I'm not sure. But Ward definitely uh, by far stood on his head to keep the team in there. He's staying consistent. And I think having that um, solid brick wall goaltender back there um, and a veteran presence to lead the team is um, invaluable. I don't think you can really put a value on having a – solid goaltender and someone who can really lead a team. So that's my first star of the game. Okay. No, that, I mean, that's a great option. Yeah. Cam, yeah. Cam was on his head tonight. I mean, got the Penguins crashed on him a few times being really good for spectacular saves. Yeah. No, that's a great pick. Uh, Lee, who's your uh, number one star tonight for the Hurricanes? I'm going with my guy that uh, I said, you know, player to watch. Dahlbeck. What a game! Another great game by Dahlbeck. Dahlbeck had an assist tonight. Yeah, I was talking about earlier in the in the pregame show that he's not bad against points, but he showed up tonight. Had four shots on goal, led the defense in shots on goal. Also had a hit. Part of the physicality that we laid down. Played some key shorthanded minutes at times. You know, he was a good second pairing there on the penalty kill with you know Slavin and Pesci normally getting the first kill, but he played key second kill time, almost a minute and a half. You know, special teams was one of my keys as well in the show. You know, we didn't score on the power play. You know, it ended our streak, but we didn't let them score. Second best in the league, and they didn't score. And that was great. And Dahlback led the way, and Dahlback played really good. I mean, I mean, how much more does he have to show to show that he deserves to be in the lineup every night? I mean, that sucks for Flurry, but Dahlback's just playing too good for Flurry to come in. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that's a, that's a great option. Uh, you've been harking on him a lot and should have been giving him the love. So, I mean, that, that works perfectly. For me, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the birthday boy, Derek Ryan. I mean, getting setting up, setting up a lot of passes tonight, uh, working the puck around, I mean, and getting, and getting us on the board was just – that was a great goal by him, and he just – He's been, he's been on he's been on his hair and doing what he needs to do to show that he's a consistent guy for us and it's just really great for the fact that turn just turning thirty one and still playing at a high level is something that's just amazing and I'm I'm gonna have to give it up to him. I mean, he skated really well, set up a lot of great options, you know. That uh how about that hit that hand eye coordination to catch his stick out of midair, that was fantastic. <laughs> I think that was just that was almost as great as the goal was. I'm like, Okay, Derek, we see you. Got, got that great vision going on right now while trying to skate backwards. I mean, that was fantastic. I think Derek, I think Derek did a great job tonight. And I think all around, I think the, the Canes played really well. Um, Lee, I want to start with you on this question. 
Who was your most surprising player tonight? That who surprised you tonight overall in the Hurricanes that you would you would never think would have stepped up the way he did? Who who would you say that surprised you um, tonight? Oh man, um, I was I don't know really. <laughs> I, I kind of expected a pretty even game. I mean, I didn't ex- you know Derek Ryan. I wish that goal was never called back. It was a pretty controversial goal. I thought it should have been allowed. He did kind of make contact with the head. Uh, Yari did kind of did a great job of flopping on that, by the way, to cause that. But I would would say Derek Ryan. You know, I I, kind of called him out before the show a little bit. And what does he do? He goes and scores on his birthday, of all things, you know. I called him out, the birthday boy, and uh, he, he responded. So I'm kind of surprised that he responded the way he did. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great thing. Yeah, it's just that's awesome about what he did tonight. Uh, Colin, who's your uh, surprising hurricane tonight? Uh, my most surprising hurricane for tonight was Klaus Dahlbeck, kind of leaning off Lee with his uh, first star of the game. But I think he really had a great night. And he, uh, he's not an offensive powerhouse, but to lead the defense in shots, that's not um, – you know, something he normally does, but for him to get involved on both sides of the house is definitely something you like to see. Um, I've definitely become a fan of Klaus Dahlback this year. Uh, I've liked what I've seen out of him. It's a really bad situation there between Flurry and Dahlback because I really, really enjoy seeing both of them play, and I think it's, you know, horrible that you have to pick one of them every night because um, both of them are, you know, really great hockey players right now, and you're having to pick between one or the other, but Dahlbeck leading the team, uh, leading the defense and shots and throwing a hit around and leading uh, that physicality that we've had this year that the Hurricanes don't often have. And I think that having that identity, really having that physical power and not being a passive team this year, I think really helps with our success. And um, the fact that Klaus Dahlbeck could contribute to that, contribute on the offensive end, and be a solid factor on defense holding Pittsburgh to just one goal tonight. I really think Klaus Dahlbeck was my most surprising hurricane of the night. Yeah, I, I, have, to agree. I have to agree with you, Colin. He, he was my surprising hurricane as well, and you basically took the word out of my mouth. I mean, that was just – he was he was just wiped out. And I, I mean, even uh, John and Tripp even talked about him uh, in the pregame show for the Hurricanes. They were looking at him as well. And yeah, he's just he's just been phenomenal. And I I know we've said it multiple times. You put Klaus Dahlbeck on his natural side, he's easily one of the top five defensemen in the league. And no one and no one, everyone's going to talk about because I know we said in the pregame show uh, for our for us is that you look because everyone's looking you know Drew Doughty, Brett Burns, you know Subban, um, all these guys you can put up points. So you're but they're overlooking the guys you know like Klaus Dahlbeck who can, you know. Shut down, shut down key players. I mean, he basically shut down Malkin, Crosby, you know, um, Kessel, everyone. I mean, he literally shut all of them down tonight. I and mean, it was some random Joe Schmo Penguin that got their only goal tonight. It wasn't one of their, wasn't one of their big guns. So I mean, the fact that what cost it tonight was fantastic. I think that was a great overall win by the Kings tonight. But to um, to switch gears a little bit, looking at overall the league tonight so far, we do have. Uh, a couple games still going. We got uh, Blackhawks over the Oilers 3-1 in the third. 
Stars and Blues are tied 2-2, then we're playing the Blues tomorrow, so they're also going to be tired. And they're traveling from Dallas. Uh, Avalanche are up 3-2 on the Maple Leafs right now in the third, and the Ducks are up 1-0 on the Flames in the, in the second. But good news, though, boys. Sabres beat the Devils in overtime 4-3. The Rangers lost in a shootout to the Red Wings. And the Islanders lost to the Jets 4-2. So we gained points on the Islanders and the Rangers. We are now only one back of the Islanders for the last wildcard spot, and we're only two back of the Rangers for the top spot. And I, I think I didn't see how the Jackets did. Um, they lost. So we gained points oh, on yeah. the two. So and right now we're only we're, we're only four back of the Jackets. So honestly, boys, right now we got we got a lot of great games bouncing our way, and we still got a game in hand on the Islanders and the Rangers, and we still have two games on the Jackets. So right now, and we gained a little bit of a little bit of a stretch on the Penguins. We still have two, have two in hand on them as well, in two points. It's looking really good for us right now. I mean, with one more game left in 2017 before we turn the calendar over to 2018, how about the Hurricanes only be one point back of a wild card spot, and possibly only four back of third place in the division. And the, the fact that the division is so stacked, for every point matters. Colin, what, what, how are you? How are you saying right now? Like, how are you feeling about the Hurricanes right now at this stretch? Going, like I said, just being so close to a wild card and so close to a third place spot in, in, the, in one of the toughest divisions. Personally, I think one of the most toughest divisions in the NHL. What do you think about it? I think we are in the toughest division in the NHL, and that, that's not just my personal opinion. But as a fan that's counted these points uh, at towards the end of the season, every season, to try to figure out how many games we'd have to win and how many games someone else would have to lose to try to get in that last playoff spot, I feel like I'm the most confident right now in a Hurricanes team than I have been in quite some time. I feel very confident that, if we keep up this consistency into the new year, especially, I'd really, really like to see us get a win tomorrow night uh, with a tired um, team coming in. I mean, you're going to have two tired teams, of course, with a back-to-back, but I think we definitely have an upper hand just because our game wrapped up a little bit earlier, I believe, and uh, a little less travel on us. Um, But, you know, I would really like to see a win tomorrow night, and that would really boost the confidence even more. But if you can really get two solid goaltenders rolling, if we can keep our offense spread among four lines and really keep it moving around, keep the putt going into the net, I really am confident in this hockey team um, snagging a playoff spot this year. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be cup aspirations at this point, but you really just want to make the playoffs it's been so long, and it's, it's such a simple thing for motivation in the team, morale in the team, morale in front office, morale in coaches, and getting fans in the building and making the playoffs would just be huge. So, yeah, I'm very confident. Um, I feel very good about the team, and I think there's a lot of great factors going into it. Um, I think there's some stuff that's not super obvious that goes into it, but I think this is the best um, Hurricanes team that I've seen on the ice in quite some time, and I'm very confident in what we could do if we stay consistent and keep playing how we are right now. 
Yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, Lee, what do you think? Well, before I give my opinion, Lee, what do you think about the Hurricanes playing right now and the fact that we're sniffing a wild card spot and even potentially, you know, notching a top three in, in, the, in the division? I like our chances, but, I mean, one thing's definitely got to change. You know, me being a stats guy, like looking at goal differentials, we're, you know, we're sitting right outside, first team, right outside the wild card, but you look every team ahead of us, in the Eastern Conference has a positive goal differential. That's one thing that's definitely got to change with this team. While I do like our current run, we can't always rely on our goaltenders to stand on our heads night in and night out to get us close victories, you know, 2-1. You know, this game should have been easily 3-1 with that call, possibly. You know, could win went our way, didn't. But, you know, you'd like to see us get a little bit, you know, one or two more goals in that game and not having to rely on our goaltending as much. Um, and I think that will give kind of Darling a little break as well. You know, he's been reliant. I think he's been a little bit too hard on himself, thinking he's got to keep it close all the time and makes little mistakes maybe. You know, but we'll see tomorrow night. Hopefully he has a good rebound game. But I think that's one thing that's definitely got to change where we go get more scoring or something. We can't rely on this. We can't go on this pace. You know, we're we're minus seven technically. So we're not we're not the lowest outside of – the playoffs right now, that's actually Philly with a minus three, but you see all the teams behind us, they're around you know, same as goal scores as us within about ten but everybody else ahead of us is a good 15, 16, 20 ahead of us they have scores on their team, that's one thing that has shown that we haven't really had, we've had a lot of close games, a lot of close victories, I like to see us get a score, I think as long as we get a score, I don't care where he plays um, and he can score and that's something we got to do. And I think that would just solidify, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm skeptical at the same time. Yeah, no, I, I agree with, I agree with that. It's, we definitely need to get more scoring. I mean, for me, negative seven, it's, it's not great, but it's a lot better than when you look at, you know, Montreal thinking of 20 or Detroit with negative 18. It's not ideal, but it's something we could fix. And I think, Honestly, I agree with Lacan. This is probably the best hockey team I've seen in the last eight years because we haven't made the playoffs in '09. We haven't really sniffed a playoff spot in who knows how long. I think you know, one. I think we finished one year like 18th in the league. Granted, that's not top 16. That's probably the closest we finished. But I think this is one of the. I think this is a great team that has the potential to snag a playoff spot rather than be, you know, maybe third in the division or even a, or even a wild card spot. I mean, for the fact that we also have games in hand on a, on a lot of these teams and for the fact that we're playing so close, I think it's a great thing for us to see. And if you look overall through the entire league, we are officially in the top 15. We're, the, like, we're right now the fifth. If you're talking about it points-wise, we're the 15th best team in the league right now. That's tied with Minnesota. And we're only one point behind, you know, the Sharks and the Islanders. I mean, I know we don't, a lot of people don't really look at that in terms of, okay, who's, how is the team shaped up? But for being top 15 in the league and the fact that we're coming from one of the hardest divisions and the fact that we are actually not last in our division. We are now sixth. We're ahead of, we're ahead of both Pennsylvania teams now in our division where you look back, you know, seven games ago, we were dead last. And the fact that we've crawled ourselves so far out of the Metropolitan Basement, even though we have a winning record, it's just it's something that's really amazing to see because we – I know if we're looking at 
high, if we're looking at NHL win loss, you have our 18 and 19. But it's still something fantastic to see. I'm really excited to see what um, is going on with the team. I think that's something we really need to look at and see what we can do better overall with, you know, putting more goals in and maybe give more relief on our goalies. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting interesting to see. Um, but looking at just around the rest of the league too, how about how about the Vegas Golden Knights though? For the fact that they are atop of the Pacific Division, and they only have nine losses and two overtime losses, guys. Like, what are your feelings on? I know we're we're going a little bit more away from the Hurricanes now, but Lee, what do you feel? How do you feel about the Vegas Golden Knights right now? Like, do you see them, you know, eventually, you know, crap in the bed or getting worse, or do you think that they can maintain this? into 2018 and maybe maintain this into a playoffs. Like, how do you feel about the Vegas Golden Knights right now overall, and do you think they can keep this pace up? I, I think it's possible. I don't see why they couldn't the way they're playing. You know, they gotten Flurry back now, and he's playing well. Subban's still playing well. as you know, And then they come off that huge win against the Kings last night. They're sitting at 52 points. That's insane. I don't think anybody in the world would have thought that Vegas would be leading the league right now. Like, you would think, you know, if someone told you that eight months ago, you would just laugh at them. It's like, yeah, yeah, you think you know hockey. Now they're doing it, and they've just had fantastic goaltending. It's not like they had a bad team coming out the draft, you know, I think they got some pretty good players, and it's shown. And the people have stepped up, and the goalies, whatever goalie they've stuck in there, has just worked. And I think it's going to keep working. It's Vegas, man. I don't know. Something crazy happens in Vegas. And they're, and they're not going to tell us, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And for the fact that they're only 42 points off, the, the, the Lightning, who lead the league right now, is just – for the fact that they're I mean, two points up on Winnipeg and three on Nashville in the West, that's just really saying something that uh, that an expansion franchise is the second best team in the league right now with a plus twenty three goal differential. It's something that's just insane to think about. Um, Colin, what do you think of the Vegas Golden Knights right now and what they're doing out there in the Pacific Division and the Western Conference? Yeah, I'm a fan. You know, I I, I really like what they're doing uh, in. If I had to pick one team to root for that's not in Carolina, it would be Vegas because everybody um, thought they were doing horrible. I thought they were going to do horrible. And they come out this year, and they actually didn't, you know, do as horrible. You know, and that's great for them because I I think these guys that had to be thrown into a situation where, you know, none of them kind of predicted – that they'd be thrown into. So I think one key to it all is great management and great coaching. They played the expansion draft very well, and this is a great coach team. You can't throw together all these guys from all these different backgrounds together um, and not have a great coach behind them. So this is a great managed team because they played the expansion draft well and played trades very well, and it's a, it's a great coach team because um, – getting these camaraderie between these guys that knew nothing about each other before this season 
granted some of them I'm sure played together before now, but majority of them did not. So you've got brand new guys together. You've got to have a great coach to pull them together. And also the solid goaltending, um, even with the major injuries that they pulled out, you know, it looked like they were going to have to do a George Alves at some point because you just had one goalie <laughs> after another just going down, down, down. But, you know, I, I really like it. I, I like it. I do. And um, I didn't before now because I hated the expansion draft and I hated the whole idea of the expansion team. But I, I do. I like it. I'm a fan of it. And I, I'm happy that they they didn't completely go 31st in the league and totally go horrible um, like everybody predicted. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. It's something that's really interesting to see for the fact that if you look back at former expansion teams, I mean, there's only like two teams that were above 500 when they first started out, and the fact that the, the Knights are doing something you never really see. And it's crazy because the fact I, everyone thought George McPhee and those guys were <laughs> changed, you know, just, you know, trading all their guys that they pick up in the expansion draft and just snagging picks back. And honestly, really think about it, that was probably one of the smartest moves because they just over they just overloaded with picks. I think they had like twelve or thirteen picks going into the draft after the expansion. They just got everyone they wanted, and they it seems like they have some like secret like formula, like magic crystal ball that they got there in Vegas. I think I think they have to go to Luxor or something to get this special mojo they got because you would think, you would change that somebody like James Neal or someone else be leading the team in points and goals and stuff. If you look at it, Jonathan Marcheseau, formerly of the Panthers, he leads the team in points at 34. And if you're a Panthers fan, you have to be crushed to know that you lost Marcheseau and Riley Smith on your team. Like You lost two really good players to the Knights, and one of them is leading, is leading your whole team in points. And that William Carlson's leading in goals with 17. He's tied with James Neal. And like I said, Marshall tied in assists. But then you look at, you know, the goalies. I mean, Oscar Dansk, Flurry, and Subban are all either 2.2 or less in goals against average. And they're all above 900 in save percentage. That's just mind-boggling to see how the Knights are doing. It's just an insane thing to think about how the, the biggest goal Knights because you would think expansion teams, oh, they're going to be terrible. They're going to be bottom league and everything. They're going to get, you know, spanked 5-1, 4-3, or just losing games game after game. But it's just, for some reason, they have not hit that 10-game losing. They have not lost their 10th game yet. And I don't think they're going to keep it up, too. I think they're going to be one of the – if you had a pick, if they're a team of destiny, and this leads in the, the next thing I want to ask, if you had to pick – Right now, how the season's going, who would you say could possibly win the Stanley Cup this year? If the, if the, if the playoffs started you know, January 1st, then let's say we do beat St. Louis and we, and we snap that last wild card spot from the Islanders. And if the playoffs started January 1st, who would you think would be in the finals and who would you think would win it? Liam, I'm start off with you. Oh, Buffalo. No, I'm joking. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, trolling. <laughs> wow. It's a miracle on ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay, easy. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to stack up the Tampa Bay this year. I mean, Kucherov and Stamkos, 
Vasilevsky, they're just been fantastic. And I think they end up oh, going against – Oh, man. I, I, probably the Kings. I don't think Vegas – they like a little bit of playoff experience. And I don't know if they'll be able to keep that run going. I do see the Kings being able to have a little bit steadier situation at goalie, a little bit better defense. Um, but that would be a heck of a series in the oh, playoffs. Yeah. But, you know, I say maybe Tampa and the Kings, but Tampa wins it, I think. They're just too powerful offensively. Yeah, and I, I agree. I, I hear you. Yeah, because of the factor plus 43 in goal differential right now, and the fact that they're like four points clear of the second-place team, that is the biggest goal Knights. Yeah, I don't, the fact that, you know, that Stamkos line with Kucherov is just, they are just so lethal. It's just, it's sickening how good that line is. And you're, like, you want to be like, no, it's Tampa Bay, but at the same time, you have to be like, wow, this is, that's just something else to be like, okay, I see you. Uh, Colin, what do you think? If the, if the playoff, if, if the playoffs started January first and the Canes do make the playoffs, because you know I got I got to throw a little bit of Hurricanes bias in, we make the playoffs, we snag it from the Islanders. Who do you got in the finals? And I know we have a lot of time left, so we might do this once the playoffs actually start. We know who actually is going to go in and do all this stuff. But right now, if it ended, if the playoffs started January first, Colin, who would be in the finals? Who would win it? I don't even think it matters who who plays them. It's got to be Tampa Bay, and I agree wholeheartedly with Lee. Nobody stacks. Nobody stacks. You cannot stack up that offensive power that they bring in, and it's uh, it's utterly ridiculous. I think it's a cup team all the way. I think they're, and honestly, I think even at the end of this season, I think they carry this offense, and that's just my, you know, way too early. Uh, bold prediction, but I think they carry it all the way to the end of this season this year, and and I think they do it, um, or at least get to the conference finals um, because I think that it's just a great, great offensive powerhouse, and I think that I think that's a cup team. So if it ended um, January first, it's Tampa. Tampa Bay's winning the cup. It doesn't matter who they play. You're like you're like I don't even want to get Western Conference team. It don't even matter who would make it in. Just yeah, sign delivered Tampa Bay. Now I got you. Now I, and I, I I I I want to be the devil's advocate to say, well, what about this? But I'm going to agree with both of you guys. I think Tampa. If it had if it ended, if the playoffs started on the first, I'd have to go Tampa Bay wins the cup. I think the Winnipeg Jets would be that team to play them in the, in the Stanley Cup Finals because they're in the top five. They're playing really well in one of the other top Western Conference teams. I think the Winnipeg Jets, I think they do it. I think they make it. Now, are they going to make it interesting? Are they, are they going to make the finals interesting? No. I think I, I think whoever Tampa plays is going to be an automatic four-game sweep unless they want to be gentlemen and make it a five-game and be like, oh, we'll give you one win, but we're actually just going to beat you again anyway. So it's like I think that's the only thing I really think of is seeing that happening is that the Jets make it, but the Lightning will just be like, no, we're going to win it in four or five games hands down, done. So I think that's probably what is going to happen. Um, I do want to say this, though. I know we're way early on and all that stuff, but I think it would be really cool before the playoffs start, I think we should all get together as Rockets and Carolinas and 
you know, pick our Eastern Conference winner, pick our Western Conference winner, and then do our champion, and then how many games? Right before the playoffs start, and see how we do when playoffs are actually done, to see who picks Definitely. right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it. I think that'd be kind of cool to have a diagram showing yeah. who we picked and all that stuff, so that way the fans can let us know who they think, too. What do you guys think about that? Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it'd be something cool to do. Just something that'll be nice to see. But um, we do have St. Louis coming up tomorrow, and I know they're playing um, Dallas right now. And we're hoping we uh, we play them really well tomorrow. I know we're gonna do a pregame show tomorrow at six thirty because um, the game is at eight. So we want to get we want to get it going a little bit before that. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, stars. Do beat the Blues four two in a final, so that'll make things interesting for the Blues coming off a loss, and, we, and we're going to their barn to play them. Uh, it's it's, it's going to be interesting, but overall, I think we have a really good chance. But it's going to be an interesting game to see overall with how we play against them tomorrow. But we do, like I said, we will have a pregame show tomorrow at six thirty. So be here to listen live. Um, if you don't, we will be on on iTunes right after the show ended because. After we ended our pregame today, our, our show automatically showed up on iTunes. So if you guys don't listen live, go right to iTunes. We'll be right there to subscribe to that. So I mean, it's, so make sure to do that. But I don't know, I'm, I'm, li- I'm liking what we've been doing so far, guys. And I think that the Hurricanes are playing really well. And I'm hoping we carry into, I'm hoping we carry into the 2018 and see what we do. But I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see like that. So one more prediction for you guys. Well, I know we're doing a lot of predictions, but one more. I'm going to start with you, Colin. Do you think the Hurricanes make the playoffs this season? What do you think? Yeah. Yes, I do. Uh, I think we snag a wild card spot. I don't think we get too crazy ambitious and grab the third spot in the uh, division. If we did, I would just uh, – uh, that would be great. But uh, I don't think it happens. I, I do think we make – the playoffs as a wild card, though, um, my even bolder prediction is the bottom wild card, but I do think we uh, make the playoffs as a wild card this year. I think we break the skid. We no longer have this huge drought on our shoulders, um, and I don't think we get swept in the first round either. I, I do think we win the first series. That's my Ooh, prediction. Okay. Um, and I don't even know who – I'm not even going to predict who would be playing in the first series, but because um, that's that's too much of a prediction right now. I think that's too early, but I do think that um, we make the playoffs, bottom wild card spot, and we win the first series, um, losing the second series. Um, but it, it definitely would be great for the organization, great for the brand, get the weight off the shoulders of everybody the droughts over and really start a new chapter in Carolina. No, that's great. No, I, I think that's pretty awesome. Hey, you know, good beers at home, right? <laughs> so nice. Right. That works. I'll take it. Uh, Lee, what do you think, man? Do you think the, uh, do you think we have the team to make the playoffs? Well, I decided to flip a coin and it came up head. So I'm going to go with yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's one way to do it. It's up in the air, you know. It's 
depends. Are we going to see this this Canes team for the rest of the season? Are we going to regress back to what we were in early November, late October? You know, what team we're going to see? If we keep seeing this team, then yeah, definitely we can. I think we might make a run for the top three in the the division as well because I, I can see this team actually making a run. We're playing good hockey right now, and it's going to show. Hopefully, it'll show tomorrow, and we can play hard. You know, both teams coming off games. There's probably no morning skates for either team. It's be uh, interesting to see what the lines will be tomorrow. You expect uh, Walmart to make his uh, season debut tomorrow, hopefully. Um, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I would think so if we can keep this streak going and at least keep playing decent. Got to be above 500 hockey, and I think we can uh, squeak into the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree with you, and I think that's something that I'm hoping if we keep this streak alive, even if we if we if we don't go seven zero and seven one and zero, and all that, I think we do have a shot of. I think we have a shot of making the playoffs. We play top three, maybe if Columbus falls apart and New York and the, if the both New York teams, you know, stay where they're at and with their up and down seasons. I do, I do see us making the playoff spot when we get top three. I guess maybe that'd be great. But I'll take, I'll take the first or second wild card spot, getting the playoffs. Cause, I mean, now we'll definitely get people in the seats. I'll definitely get um, Tom Jordan. Uh, excited to bring in, the, bring in the players that we need. And I think that's something that's really going to be great for us as an organization to get the fans back out. So I know we've been, I know we've been craving to get fans back. So it'll be nice for the brand to be like, Hey, look at that. We got, we got playoff hockey back. So I think that'll be nice to see. And I think, I think we can do it, but well, it's great talking to you gentlemen and fans. I know you, if you've been listening to us, awesome. Thank you. Hopefully we've got you in the chat. Um, if you ever want to call in sometime or if you got any questions for us, just hit us up on our social medias. Go to Rock of the Carolinas on Facebook. You know, we we will post, you know, stories about the Kings or, or anything around the NHL, you know. Send us a message on there if you have a question for us. We'd love to answer your question. We might even put it on the show and uh, discuss it and have you listen into it. And then also follow us on Instagram at Rock of the Carolinas. You know, we post pictures and post game stuff, hit us with a question on there. Even hit us with a direct message, you know, ask us questions. And also go on to Twitter, at Rockin' Carolinas, you know, tweet us. We'd love to hear back from you guys. We'd love to hear feedback. We'd love to hear questions. Just We're just a little banter, you know. We'd love, we'd love to talk with other fellow fans. So, yeah, hit us on our social media. And like I said, right after the show ends, if you did not listen to Catch Us on iTunes, go subscribe. Go drop us a five-star rating. We would love to to get feedback, even no throw a comment on there. Give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you guys. But Colin Lee, gentlemen, it's been nice working with you guys. Colin, like I said, man, when we started the show, it was nice working with you again. Good to have you back on. Oh, it's great to be back, and it was great to watch another Canes win tonight. And I hope to see another one tomorrow night, and we can talk about another one. Yeah, I know, definitely. That'd be great. And, you know, Lee, as always, man, it's nice working with you, dude. Keeping the keeping the streak alive with all of us getting on these shows now. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully get a nice pregame show tomorrow, and hopefully get a nice postgame with a win tomorrow, right? Oh yes, hopefully, and it's uh, always a pleasure. 
But, yes, fans, we like I said, we will be on tomorrow at 6.30 live here on Block Talk Radio. So make sure to listen in and uh, give us some feedback. You know, we will be we will be posting something on our social media about questions. So please hit us up with a question. We would love to hear from you guys. Like I said, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we would love to hear from you and just interact with you guys. So like I said, be here at 6.30 for our pregame show. Now we'll lead us right into the 7.30 Perkins pregame with John Tripp and Mike Maliscalco in St. Louis. So, until next time, have a good night, Carolina, and let's go Canes. Go Canes. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.